here we go again. Welcome to another edition of Fleet Die Hard. As you all know, an independent view from an independent supporter of all things on and off the pitch at my favourite football team, my favourite football club, Kent's greatest football club, Ebbs Fleet United FC. Um, so yeah, so this uh, this podcast is coming to you on the back of our game on Saturday uh, against uh, against York where we walked away with a more than convincing 4-1 victory. Yay, fantastic. Um, so, yeah, 4-1. Four, four Goals from, uh, let me know, I'm trying to recall this. I haven't got the greatest memory in the world, folks, so forgive me if I get this wrong. My son winds me up hugely when I get names wrong or facts, small facts wrong, which he would do being a sports journalist, but there you go, I'm not, I'm just a... A Joe Blogger. Um, but I believe the first goal uh, came f- from Sterling. Then the second goal came from uh, a great goal, by the way, uh, Franklin Dommy. Uh, that was a superb goal. Uh, I didn't realise how good it was until I saw the highlights uh, video and, and uh, realised just what a cracking individual piece of work that was. That was a really, really good goal. For me, at the moment, contender for goal of the season. Uh, number three for us came from uh, Tanner, Craig Tanner. And number four, I was very pleased to see, uh, came for our man who's on fire at the moment in front of goal, our very own Dominic Polion. Well done, Dom. That was absolutely superb. It looked for a while that he wasn't going to score. His his goal came very very late on, um, uh, and I thought, oh no, he's going to he's going to have a he's not going to he's not going to score this game this match. But uh, but he did, and again his his goal was was great as well. Our goals this weekend, apart from Tanner's, which is more of a more of a tapping, but the three. Other goals were all proper, proper shots, if that makes sense. Wasn't scramble, goal math, you know, um, get a flick on, get a touch on, get a head on it or, or, you know, get a deflection or anything like that. They were proper standalone goals. As I said, in, in particular, uh, Domi's goal was, uh, was just outstanding. Uh, I, I, I haven't seen anything as good as that for a long, long time down the fleet. Um, as I say, for me, that's contender of goal of the season at the moment. But uh, hopefully we've got a lot more goals to come. Just looking at the game overall, I know we won 4-1. It looks very, very convincing on paper. Um, I always have to little bring a little negative into it because if I didn't bring a negative into it, what the hell would we have to talk about? Because we can talk about the positives all day long and it gets a bit boring, doesn't it? You know, um, Because we know how good we are when we're good. Uh, for me, just a very brief synopsis of the game, and it's really, really brief synopsis of the game. The first half, I felt we we weren't really at the races. I I, I weren't convinced. Obviously, um, there was a point when it was it was one all. You know, um, I just felt we were quite flat in the first half. Which surprised me, knowing that York hadn't won a game all season. They were yet to win a game. 
and, and they certainly weren't you know, free, free flow scoring goals. And the only thing that was keeping them off the bottom of the table was the fact that Southend had the, the points deduction. So I, I, I thought we were going to come out the block firing all the cylinders and, and get a, a few early goals. And it didn't quite work out that way. It's not criticism, really. I just think possibly, you know, we're, we're still quite cautious at this level. It doesn't matter whether you're playing a team bottom of the table or a team top of the table. They're all, they're all, da- they're all equally dangerous um, because they are that level above where we were last season. And I understand that. So I think we were sensibly cautious. From a spectator point of view, that can be a little bit frustrating. Uh, but once we we came out in the second half and we got the early goal in the second half from Tanner, uh, we just completely dominated that half, in my opinion. I'm sure there'll be people that will be listening to this or on the forum that was would, might might say I haven't read, even read about the match on the forum to be fair, uh, but they might you know might might say uh, might have a different view of the game. But that that for me, uh, a cautious first half, a very dominant second half. We looked completely in control. Uh, we looked good coming forward. We held the ball well. It was great to see, and we looked every inch a National League team, in my opinion. Now, if we can play that sort of football, and I think this is going to be the key to going forward, isn't it, for us, is the consistency, Uh, because once again, we've kept the, well, we are consistent. We're consistently winning, losing, winning, losing, winning, losing, winning. So those of you going to Wealdstone on Saturday, be prepared. We need to break that cycle. Um, <clears throat> we're more than capable of breaking that cycle. We've definitely got the manpower. We've got the tools in the box. So there's no reason why we can't go to Wildstone on uh, on Saturday and uh, ram it to the raider, as they say. You know, um, there wasn't any other talking points, really, that came out of the game. Uh I think prior to the game, obviously, we had an update on on Wakely. Looks like he's going to be out for some time with uh, ligament damage, which is a real shame to see because, as I say, he was, uh, for me, I think he's been an integral part of the uh, the squad in the few games that we've had so far this season. I think he's uh, he's been key. But, you know, we've got a big squad and I'm sure Dennis will have... Looked at, looked at the situation and and will make the adjustments. Obviously, so that now means we've got Wakely out, we've got uh, Bingham still out, waiting for his return. Here's a question though: Have we missed Bingham? I'm not slating him, by the way. I like Bingham as a player. Um, I'm just saying, he's been out of the squad for a number of weeks. We've made the adjustments in midfield. And full and and the front line. Have we? How much have we missed him? Do you think possibly in the games that we've lost, had we had Bingham, we may have got at least a point or possibly the win. He, do you think he might have made the difference, or do you not think he's made any difference at all? Do you think in fact we're be- we're a better team with him not in it? 
which means he, you know, if you're if you were the boss, he's probably going to end up as as a bit part player for the rest of the season. My view on it is, um, as I said, I like I like Bingham as a player. He brings a little bit more physicality to the game because he's a little bit stockier, a little bit bigger. Uh, I wouldn't say we've missed him because we've adapted well. But I do believe that having him in the squad as an option gives us another dimension in the way we play. When he's on form, he's a very, very, very good player. So, obviously, we want Bingham back as soon as possible, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, but, you know, so, some of the new players that we've got that have been playing this season, I, I haven't really been disimpressed with any of them. I've, I've, I've been... Uh, Otto Boniero, is that how you pronounce it? Uh, I've probably got that totally wrong. Sorry, Josh, if you're listening to this. Uh, I, I've been very impressed with him. I think he's uh, done very, very well so far. Uh, I like his turn of pace. He's very quick, quick off the ball, on the ball. Um, he's probably my favourite newcomer to the squad, to be honest. Um, I think Wakeley was, was, would have been up there as well, but, you know, obviously he's going to now have to struggle. The problem is with an injury, particularly ligament injuries, isn't it, that you can't, you can't even do the exercise until you're fully healed. You can't even do the exercise to, uh, so you can't, you know, you can't suddenly have this injury be healed and then slot straight back into the squad. You, you, there's going to be this period of convalescence, and then once the injury is fixed, repaired, healed, whatever it is, there's in the uh, then getting back to fitness, which I guess will be a few games. Um, you know, a few hard hours training, um, probably first of all on the subs bench before he makes it back into the into the first squad. But we wish you well, uh, Mister Wakeley. We we wish we wish you well. So on to Saturday, we're away to uh, Wildstone in uh, in London, in uh, sort of West London, is it near Harrow, isn't it? Uh, yeah, away to away to Wildstone. Here's an interesting thing, which um, somebody brought to my attention, funny enough, on social media, which um, I guess might ruffle a few feathers. Wilton are doing some scheme. I think it's to attract more female spectators, more females into the game. So they're doing, it's, I think it's called, it's Her Sport 2 or Her Game 2 or something like that. But basically, if you go onto the Wildstone website and go into the ticketing for the away fans or, or the home fans, they're doing a, there's an option on there now for free tickets for any female under 18, which is absolutely fabulous. Well done, Wildstone. It's a great initiative and a great initiative for bringing female fans into the game get that totally get that but it it raises the question in today's um, 
diverse diversity and inclusion world and equal equality let's put the boot on the other foot for a second if they were advertising free admission for boys under 18 only but not girls can you imagine the uproar can you imagine the the fallout that there would be from that it would go through the roof wouldn't it I'm, I'm really gobsmacked, to be honest, that they've been allowed or, you know, can get away can get away with this. Um, you know, let's 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 do a fair game thing here. Shouldn't it be anyone under eighteen? Boy, girl, dog, wallet, chair, whatever you are, whatever you identify as, lampshade. What, what does it matter? Um, anybody under eighteen. Should get a free ticket? That would be a fantastic initiative, wouldn't it? Much, much better than girls only. So, Wildstone, any Wildstone uh, supporters that listen to this, and there won't be any, there will be zero, unfortunately. Have a word with your club, with the decision makers in your club, um, and... You know, I would I would put it to them that they are on very very thin ice in today's modern world with this kind of offer. I'm not woke by any means. Um, you know, I'm very old school, uh, and I guess if you'd have done this ten years ago, nobody probably would have blinked an eye. But in today's modern world, I don't think. It works. That's my opinion. You might all have different opinions. Be interesting to know. Let me know. Drop a comment on if you're listening on this podcast. Um, if you're listening on it via uh, podcast. Uh, uh, oh my God! There we go. See, this is when my brain, my brain goes. There's two platforms I believe here that you can leave uh, comments on. They're both Spotify, so I think you can go into the main Spotify account. And I think there's an option to put a comment on there. Or the platform that I actually make these recordings on, which used to be Anchor Podcasts, is now called, um, I think it's Spotify for Podcasts or something like that. So basically they, they now run it and own it. Um, so you can go onto the main, what used to be Anchor Podcast if that's where you listen to it on. And I believe, I believe there's an option there for putting comments on, asking questions. Or you can, of course, go onto my Twitter account and put a put your response and a question on there or even on Facebook or drop me a message. Um, but I'll be interested to get a discussion going just to know what you, your guys' thoughts on it are. Um, is it a bit of an overreaction from me uh, on, on this? Or, or am, I, you know, am I missing something here? Or am I actually... Have I actually hit the nail on the head that this should be uh, more equal? Mm, it's an interesting one. Uh, but that's about it. I really haven't got a lot more to talk about. Uh, I, I guess looking forward to uh, to the Wildstone game, all I really want to say on that is that, 
as I say, we're win, we we are win loss, win loss, win loss, win. Uh, so the pattern of events would be that we're going to lose on uh, on Saturday. Um, I'm just going to try and look at the league table while I'm talking to you doing this on my phone, which is quite awkward. So uh, we'll just don't. So we're currently in uh, fifth place, which is great. Seven games in, twelve points. Uh, we're above Halifax, also seven games in with twelve points, but of course we've got a superior goal difference. And then the teams above the the uh, one, two, three, four, four teams. Are, well, what did I count them when I said we're in fifth place? It's obviously it's four above us. So the four teams above us are um, Hartlepool on fifteen points, so three points ahead of us. Solihull Moors on fifteen points as well. Chesterfield on sixteen points, and Barnet on 16 points with a superior goal difference over Chesterfield. Um, obviously, I'm very happy with, if you'd have said to me after seven games, you're going to be in fifth place in this league, I would have ripped your hand off for that, to be to be honest. So it's shaping up to be a cracker of a season. Uh, Wildstone are in 14th place. Seven games in, uh, eight points. And they are, let me just take a little look. Um, they've won, I've lost them, where were they, 14th? Right, they've won two, drawn two and lost three. One, two, drawn two and lost three. And we've won three. Sorry, one four, lost lost three. So although there's quite a gap between us in terms of where we are in the league, there's all, not an awful lot between us in terms of results. You know, we both lost. We both lost three. Um, fortunately, we've we've won the others. So, all in all, should be a cracker of a game. Now, sadly. I'm not going to be there. It's another game I'm going to miss. Um, I'm out of the country. I'm off to uh, the sunny climbs of Krakow in Poland for the weekend. But I will be trying, wherever possible, to uh, to listen if I can, or at least follow the scores. So do me a favour, you lot that are travelling away, be nice and loud. I want to hear you in Krakow when I listen to the commentary, if I can get it. And uh, bring back the three points. Uh, and hopefully the, those teams above us will all lose. And we will consolidate our position and get, or even make our position stronger as our campaign continues. That's all from me. I've really got nothing more to say. It's a very short and sweet one. So uh, I'll bid you well. Um, have a great rest of the week, folks. And uh, as I always say, uh, please give me a follow on Twitter, on Spotify, um, or whatever platform that you listen to this podcast on. Tell your other fleet fans, your fleet friends about it if you like it. And, um, and subscribe or whatever it is you do. There you go, folks. I'm out here. Enjoy the week. Let's get three points on Saturday away to Wildstone and um, shut the old Wildstone Raider out because uh, I'll tell you what, if you want it, you can have it. Up the fleet.